Let me inspire you. We have all heard that saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words shall never hurt me. Well, that's a lie. Today on Adelante with Arlene, my topic will be about the power of words. Let's get right into the message. Let's get started. I understand all too well how words can truly hurt us. I grew up in a household where my dad was verbally abusive. It grew harder and harder to not entertain these negative thoughts as I continued to grow because of all the hurtful words I had heard coming towards me from my dad. Those words such as being called stupid, not worth much, or even worse. Now keep in mind that what I am going to talk about today is about words and how yes, they can break us. They can, if we let them. We know that verbal abuse is sometimes rarely spoken about. We know this, but I want to bring light to it. See, the verbal abuse comes in many different forms. And today I will stick to the verbal aspect of abuse. For instance, we know that verbal bullying involves putting down others and bullying them using cruel, demeaning words. Verbal bullying includes name-calling making racist, sexist, and homophobic remarks or jokes, insulting slurs, sexually suggested comments, that's right, or abusive language of any kind. And did you know that verbal bullying is one of the most common forms of bullying? Now, this has been going on for many, many years, as we know. It never makes it right. So because today the topic is on the power of words, I want to just focus on the verbal aspect of it. We know that bullying can take many other forms, such as cyberbullying and many others. But for today, the topic isn't bullying, but it is on how the words have power to either encourage us or break us. So let me continue. My growing up, I did have a wonderful mom and a wonderful dad. Now, how am I able to say that when my father was so verbally abusive. Well, because I learned later on in life, not being in denial, but in my own healing process as I started walking with the Lord, it took me a while to reach this point. I realized that, um, well, I'm not responsible for my father's bad behavior. That's right, bad behavior, sinful ways. I wasn't responsible for his words, nor were they truth to whom I am. But those words did and do, as we hear them, demeaning words, do try to take root. Because as we hear them, somehow in our maybe adolescent years or even in our young adult years, and let me tell you, even in our adult years, if we do not counteract it with what is real truth of whom we are and whom we aspire to be, then those words will definitely break us. And in my growing up, many times, any moment that someone by saying something would trigger off in me that memory, that feeling of not feeling adequate, not feeling special, not feeling loved, not feeling appreciated, most of all, not feeling respected. Words. Words have power to bring life or bring death to us. You see, the Word of God says that 
His word has power, and that power through the Lord's word draws things out of the spiritual world into the natural. It's important to remember that most of the time the abuser would probably not change, but we can change the way we allow them to affect us, and we can change the way we may live our lives onward with the help of God, because there is power in the word of God. Unfortunately, my father has not changed, but we can be changed. We no longer have to be walking as if though we are victims, but instead walk victoriously with God. In Jeremiah 29, 11, the word of God says, and you might have heard this a lot, but it is the word of God and worth repeating. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope for a future. You know, God has a future for you. Do you know how much he loves you? Don't blame God for what someone's done to you. Don't blame God. One thing and one of the first things that I remember is that, yes, number one, that my life became unmanageable and that I needed something greater than myself to help me. That was my first step. And that's how I received and accepted the Lord God Almighty into this new healing journey, emotional healing journey of mine. It's now 30 years. I also remember step four, I recall, about taking moral inventory of myself. Now, I want to tell you something. This moral inventory of self doesn't mean that you're pointing the finger in yourself and saying, it's your fault that they abused you, or it's your fault that they talked to you like that. Or it's your... No, 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 no. It's about just taking responsibility for your own actions thereafter. Pretty much saying, not saying that I did this because they did that to me because we follow their pattern. I did this because of my father. I, d- I understand that the environment did have something to do with how we became wired uh, with our ways of thinking or processing. I understand how they affected us, you and I. But the same way we cannot take blame for their actions, you cannot expect them to take blame for yours. So step four, taking more inventory of self is taking responsibility for your own actions, for your own actions. That became very important in my life. There needed to be in my life, I had to make a decision. When I came to the Lord, there needed to be a renewing of my mind. If I was going to heal or you're going to heal, there needs to be a renewing of the mind. The word of God says that in him, when you accept him, we are made new creations in Christ Jesus. Our renewing of our mind comes from the word of God, the word of God. That's right. God tells us not to fear that he redeems us, that he has summoned us to him, and that we are his. It says that if we fail, we know that in Christ we can be victorious because, you know what? We are going to fail at times. He says that he loves us. He says that he is close to the brokenhearted. He doesn't abandon us. When we come into the community of Christ and we give our hearts to him, we abandon ourselves to him and he adopts us. He adopts us as his children. So yes, we do need to renew our mind. And again, how do we do that? With the word of God. We must remember that the word of God tells us that when we are weak, it's okay. Because in him, we can be made strong. When we verbally abused, we 
tend to take those words in and now we want to fight and retaliate and we want to prove ourselves to be strong but really we are not strong we are weak because we are weakened every time that someone had spoken these words to us of negative words negative words demeaning words hurtful words somehow somehow they did break us down so yes sticks and stones may break my bones but words yes words will break you but when you're in Christ Jesus you are now in a safe place he takes our weaknesses it's only when we let all our defenses down before God who we can trust that we can be made strong See, the word of God says in Isaiah 53, 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his sword, we are healed, my brother, my sister. My journey took me to therapy. It took me to healing a day at a time. Forgiveness was necessary to forgive myself and to forgive the ones that had hurt me. I know you may find that hard, but there is such freedom in forgiving someone else because the word of God says that I cannot be forgiven unless I forgive another. And remember that the word of God says you are the apple of his eye. He will never abandon you. He will never leave you. God gives us the strength. He gives us the strength to move forward. He gives us the wisdom if we seek him to be able to live a healthier life, to not repeat the patterns of those that have hurt us. That's right. You may say, I'm angry. We'll give your anger to God because God is more than able. His word has power. His Holy Spirit is our comforter. I am proof. I still go to therapy. I still deal with some issues, but I love my father and I know that he's a tormented soul, but I pray for my father because he too was abused. Does that give him the license to hurt me? Absolutely not. But if we continue to let this anger and this unforgiveness fester inside of us, we will only carry out that in which we too had been put through. So let us not walk with a victim mentality. Let us be victorious. Allow the Lord to heal you one step at a time. Yes, I believe that God can use a therapist. When I go to therapy, I take what I need, which is practical. I, I, I put into practice that, that I need a certain discipline, certain exercises. And I take the word of God, the word of God, and I apply it to my situation. There are Bibles that line up with the 12 steps. Yes, the Bibles with the 12 steps. Quite helpful, as you can see, in reading each day at a time, first step, or whatever it may be. There are devotionals that would help you, as they have helped me with the Word of God. At first, it's hard to understand how it could help you, but it can. When I purchased the 12-step Bible, recovery Bible, I was able to read the step and look for the scriptures. It's easy to also Google these days. You can Google. The word of God has power. I am proof that through God and in God, we can overcome anything that comes our way a step at a time. Verbal abuse is real. Words do hurt, but God says, choose today, life or death. The power of life and death are in the tongue. So I encourage you that if you have not given your heart to the Lord Jesus, I encourage you to give your heart to him today. For he is the way, the truth, and the life. It is only through him that we can be more than conquerors. Let us remember that there is power.
power in words. Let us remember that Ephesians 4.29 says that let no corrupt talk come out of our mouths, but only such as is good for building up as it fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear it. Let us remember that Psalm 141.3 says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the doors of my lips. That's very important because I have been verbally abused and have a good or even a respect for men in my life. I didn't have much of a guard over my mouth. I found myself speaking ill and not well of other people. And I too was sounding pretty critical and verbally abusive. In Proverbs 10, 19, it says, when words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. Mm, prudence. Proverbs 21, 23 says that whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Mm, so true. Proverbs 16, 24 tells us that gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. So today I encourage you that if you have not given your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would, because he will empower you by his Holy Spirit to enable you to walk this walk and to heal and to be able to live life more healthy. I pray that anything I said today shared with you from my personal experience will touch your life. I pray that you will seek the Lord and invite him into your heart so that you can be empowered. I want you to know that there is help and the help cometh from the Lord. Thank you for tuning in to Adelante with Arlene. I would ask if you would please consider supporting my podcast on any of the platforms that you are listening to this. There is a tab, a tab that you can press and donate monetarily in any way that you can. Also, please consider subscribing to my YouTube. Yes, I do videos. I have about 380 videos on the playlist. You can choose what you prefer to see. They will inspire you. I have performances and much more. Please consider subscribing to my YouTube. As I say at the end of every podcast and every video, sigue adelante. Until next time. Thank you.